Welcome to podcast number one of Sheep and Goat Topics. This is Dr. Mike Neary, Extension Small Ruminant Specialist, Purdue University. What we will discuss today is the important topic of hay issues for the winter of 2018-2019. The 2018 growing season was a very challenging one for growing and harvesting hay. The United States stocks and inventory of hay are at a very low level, and this has resulted in the price of hay being very expensive. In this podcast, I'll discuss some management strategies to deal with low quantities and or expensive hay for the sheep and goat producer. The summer of 2018 saw some regions of the Midwest receiving high amounts of rain around the time for first cutting. This resulted in a high volume of marginal quality hay while other regions received very little summer rain and didn't really get enough moisture to grow hay until late in the growing season, resulting in low quantities of hay. So we have some regions with low quality and some with low quantity. However, the commonality is that the hay is expensive. Before we discuss specific hay-saving strategies, one thing that is important this year is to have your hay sampled. I know this is something that many sheep and goat producers don't do routinely. However, it is especially important if you have late first cutting hay that may be overmature and of questionable nutritional value. One of the problems with this type of hay, if it has low protein content and high levels of fiber as measured by NDF, then the animals may not physically be able to consume enough hay to do well. This becomes a bigger problem as the animals get further along in pregnancy and they have less capacity to consume high amounts of very fibrous hay. So if you have this type of hay available, get it tested and then a strategy of feeding it and possibly supplementing it can be developed. Having said that, let's discuss some specific strategies to deal with a tight hay supply. Number one, know, and this is simple, but know what the daily requirements are. A ewe or doe needs about 25 to 3% hay intake per day of a moderate quality hay in early and mid-gestation, or the first 100 days of pregnancy. She needs about the same amount in late gestation, but is also normally fed some grain for the developing fetus. If you know what the average body weight of your ewes and does are, and if you know the number of days that they will need hay feeding, you can do a simple calculation on how much hay is fed. If after calculating the hay needs for the entirety of the winter and giving some allowance for extra on hand in case of a late spring, the needed amount can be determined. Second strategy, if hay is short and it's too expensive to buy, culling some members of the flock or the herd certainly can be an option. The first candidates would be those females that are open or non-bred. This is where having the pregnancy check can be valuable and useful. The next candidates for culling would be females that have a history of problems, whether it be bad udders, bad feet, management problems, chronically thin, or, or anything that causes a management issue. Next would be less productive females in terms of pounds weaned, and that's where good records come in handy. Uh, and if culling has to be done fairly harshly, then uh, the older animals should be the first candidates, saving the younger does and the younger ewes for better days down the road.
The third strategy would be to try to reduce hay wastage by using feeders. This seems simple, but a number of producers that do not use hay feeders or use them effectively. Small bales should be fed in a hay or hay grain type feeder that reduces waste, which also promotes good health management. If feeding large bales of hay, there is inherently more wastage due to the nature of the hay package. That makes it extra important to have hay feeders designed for large bale feeding. Often, the savings that a producer will get on winter or a feeding year will be enough to pay for the investment in the feeders themselves. Uh, the fourth option, if available, is to stretch the grazing season as long as possible. This is generally through the use of frosted hay fields, uh, stockpiled pasture, grazing crop residues, or grazing seasonal forages. Fifth strategy would be to limit access time to hay. This is especially true of feeding large bales or large round bales of hay. Left to their own devices, ewes and does will eat more than they need, particularly in the first 100 days of gestation. This limited access can be done by either every other day access, which would be 24 hours on, 24 hours off the bales, or one can allow daily access but on a limited time basis. For instance, six to eight hours per day of access to the bales. This would be dependent on the quality, also the stage of pregnancy. Some qualifiers to any type of restricted access are that poor quality hay with a high fiber content may not be the type of hay you want to use this strategy with, simply because the amount of hay they can physically consume could be an issue, and this is where a good forage test comes in handy. Restricted access is best done when hay quality is moderate to good quality. The other qualifier when allowing restricted access is you need enough bales set out with enough good quality feeders for the whole flock or herd to simultaneously access the bales or else the smaller, less dominant females will get crowded out from the hay and then become thin. Uh, the last strategy to try to reduce hay usage is to replace a portion of the hay diet with either a grain or a byproduct feed. Typically, we feed only hay as a maintenance ration in the first 100 days or first two trimesters of pregnancy. If hay is short or expensive, consider feeding less hay and substituting corn or some other high energy feed stuff at a low rate. Corn is cheaper than hay right now on an energy basis and is more available. The rule of thumb is that one pound of corn will replace two pounds of hay on an energy basis. So if a ewe is consuming four to five pounds of hay per day, you could feed them one pound of corn and two to two and a half pounds of hay per day and still get the same energy intake. Other byproducts could be used like soybean hulls or distiller's grains uh, to replace some of the daily hay. Some qualifiers to this strategy are they still need to consume one and a half to two pounds of hay daily. Also, it is important to make sure the ration is balanced for crude protein, calcium, and other minerals if replacing some hay with a grain-type feed. Lastly, some other considerations when dealing with hay issues this winter. Uh, very important in an issue like that is to keep track of body condition score on a regular basis. Uh, every two to four weeks would be good, and possibly more frequently as late gestation gets closer. 
secondly, match hay quality with the stage of pregnancy. Of the lower quality hay, feed it earlier in gestation, and as that female gets later in her pregnancy, then substitute it in some higher quality hay. Uh, and then lastly, have a very good mineral program so the user dose don't get shorted, especially in late gestation. Thank you, and if this podcast has been helpful to you, please subscribe and please tell your friends.